This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. NBA Most Valuable Player, still to come. Bets for tonight, still to come. Thoughts for Divisional Weekend? Right now. All right. Uh, I gave my thoughts on the Packers and Niners there to uh, close the last segment. Uh, Had to bet the game. I actually think, like, I I might be interested in Green Bay, but not enough that I would want to bet it. Um, I, 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 my preferred bet, Ken, is the over in the game. Gave some reasons in the, to end the last segment. Over 50 and a half would be my preferred play here. How are you handicapping the Packers and the Niners? Think you'll have any bet here on side in total? And if not, we can kind of talk about other ways we'd like to play this game. I mean, look, I just think the two team, depending on what your book charges you for the two team seven pointer, it's going to be different everywhere. Uh, is that, is it so much better than a money line parlay? Is it the same? I think both teams are really likely to win their games and I get under three on both. Um, I love that I get to play against two dogs off of games where they looked really good and the quarterbacks looked awesome. I feel like that maybe gives me a break on the price. Probably allows me to tease to two and a half when maybe normally it'd be spread to be 10, 10 and a half in games like this. Um, so just kind of worth noting. Definitely well that I'm almost certainly well the two teams seven. I guess I probably need to do it. I was trying to see like would either of these go to eight and a half, but I, I guess we're just staying here. I guess that's what's going to happen. Um, I don't think there'll be like impactful injury stuff in the next couple of days. It'll be like Jair Alexander probably on the day of the game. And like, does, does that do anything to the market for the game? We'll see. Um, so two teams, seven. And then, yeah, just to emphasize something we brought up earlier, I do think this is like a, a fun angle and it's pretty interesting. Pozzola brought it up too, but I just to like expand on, on his point and just the amount of options. If you think that the Packers are going to take the same, this is not me saying like I have inside information and they're going to receive against the Cowboys. LaFleur took the ball first. He knew that the Cowboys were a great scoring offense at home. The idea was if you get the ball and you score first, you apply a lot of pressure to a team that's had a lot of playoff failures that likes to get out to big leads and like coast from there. And so you could kind of flip the script to a certain extent by doing that. He's playing like, the best offense in the league, basically at their place who scores a billion points every game. They have the number one quarterback by all metrics this season in Brock Purdy. Do you want to do the same thing? 
if you think there's like any chance that they're going to receive the opening kickoff uh, if they win the toss, and I think we feel really confident because almost every team does, and San Fran's no different. That if they if San Fran wins the toss, they're deferring. Packers would get the ball first. Packers win the toss. Are they receiving? If you think there's like any chance that that's the answer to that is yes, then there's like a bunch of markets that are probably not going to be set that that's more likely than not. Almost all the derivative markets are set. Like, what is the side? What is the total? Here are the derivative markets. Why they're called derivative markets. They're derived from nine and a half and 50 and a half. That's how you set who scores first. That's how you set race to 10. That's how you set first quarter, first half, third quarter, all this stuff. It's all set based on what is the side and total market. So like, if you thought the Packers were going to receive with any probability that like greater than normal, there's a lot of bets you can make that they, again, make it all lose, but like they're going to win a little more often than their price, probably, uh, based on the fact that you, you kind of quote unquote would know more often than not who gets the first possession in the game. Usually you have no idea who gets the first possession in the game. Both teams usually take the same strategy now, which is to defer, defer to the second half. So if you did know that, just as, a, as an example, Pozzola brought up like Packers first quarter. Um, with the idea that like they get the extra possession you know early on in the game that would affect their team total in the first quarter also how many points they projected to be scoring it would affect who scores first in the game where the Niners will be a big favorite to score first in the game because they're a big favorite in the game um, you know again like first field goal uh, method of first score with all four teams listed like Packers field goal Packers touchdown Niners field goal again there's a hundred derivatives of this if you thought it was a thing, I'm not saying it's a thing. I'm saying if you did, and if we start to feel that way more during the week, there are a lot of bets you make that would all be priced like really advantageously in your favor. Uh, if you thought they would receive the kickoff first, if you thought they would receive up the kickoff first last week, you could have made the same bets. I I asked, and I said this in the last segment, that I sent the text to hashtag someone that would know. Just Just like for the record, not that anyone thought that this was the case. Like, the person I'm texting is not, like, Matt LaFleur. Not no one on the Packers coaching staff. Not Matt LaFleur? So, like, the person could—it's yeah. unfortunately it's not, like, not Jordan Love. They crossed that one off the list. Uh, maybe Mike LaFleur uh, with the 49ers, but uh, not Matt LaFleur with the uh, with the Green Bay Packers. Um, but this person is still pretty plugged in with Green Bay. Told me uh, 65% this person thinks that the Packers would receive if they won the toss in the game. Could be wrong. They could defer. Just— File that away. I I am sure now. Like this is starting to become a thing that people are talking about. I, I I'm shocked that like I I think that we may get like an on the record answer at some point. Like he's gonna get asked about it. Like maybe we get a pregame report that like Lafleur maybe it doesn't happen until before kickoff and like we throw it down to the sideline and it's like, well Matt Lafleur is right. gonna receive whatever blah 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 whatever and then maybe that's gonna be the entry point. We'll see. Um. All right. So those are a couple other ways to play the game, Ken. If if you think the Packers are going to receive and like San Francisco is going to defer, which means Green Bay is basically going to start with the ball. What about like pregame side, pregame total, just sitting as is? Like anything for you, any bets you think you want to play? So we know the seven, the the uh, the two team seven pointer is a tool in the toolbox we could use for the two favorites. What about just like side in total? Thoughts on how the game might play out? Any bets you might place as a result? I just think the Niners are really likely to win. And uh, I don't see a lot of things with Green Bay's profile that would make. I there are again there are divisional games where you will look at the stats of both teams and some of some other like really important information. You'll put it side by side and you'll be like, man, I think Dog has like a pretty good chance. Like there's actually 
Like there's some proof that this is uh, this could actually go pretty well. Here's an advantage that they have. Here's a one seed that might be particularly overrated. Maybe they were really lucky over the course of the season, and that's how they got the one seed. Um, there's a lot of ways that you can make a case for a dog in this in this divisional game off the bye. I just look at the Niners as so complete. And against, again, the Packers profile isn't even that bad. It's more just like the Niners profile. I, I mentioned before, like, they were the team that made by far the most sense to win the Super Bowl. They're also the favorite. Just the way this has run out for them, like, 10 at home, then it's the Lions coming to your place. The Lions going on the road, too, which has, like, not been great for them. Or it's Tampa going to your place, and I'll just, like, I'll I'll brush this aside. That's a walkover game. The Niners go to the Super Bowl if Tampa goes to San Francisco. There's like a 0.001% chance Tampa wins that game. It just feel like it feels like this is broken in such a way where like San Francisco is going to be the Super Bowl participant, a really even higher percentage of the time maybe than the I mean, market's like minus 150 or something on them to win the NFC. It's more than that. And if you like Tampa in the game we're going to talk about next, then San Francisco wins the NFC. Like, that's what happens when that happens. Like, they're 10 in this game. They're very likely to win. Uh, Tampa's never winning. Just going to say it. They're never going to win the game. They play San Francisco. They're never going to win and go to the Super Bowl. So just, like, feels very set on that side. And then the other side's, like, all hell breaks loose, and I don't know what the hell's going to (laughs) happen. You have uh, have an opinion on my teams. You know what? Just like when Dallas lost, I was thinking about that. Not that. Not that I think Dallas would have gone on the road and beaten beaten the 49ers, but it would have given you a little bit more pause about saying, like, our feeling that San Francisco is, like, that big. Absolutely. Now, like, I I think both of us would have liked, at the very least, San Francisco to win the game against Dallas. Maybe not cover the spread, but win the game, certainly. But it does kind of feel like that at this point now. Like, San Francisco's just kind of, like, going to the Super Bowl. And, of course, the apple cart can get upended. Um, Any thoughts on my my over in this game? Like, like Kanish's, Kanish's point, like not to like gloss over it was, was valid. Like you got a coach that goes for it on fourth down a lot. You got these like high variance plays where your guys doing it. Yeah. You're a seven point dog to the Niners. Like that's, and Shanahan's his conservative self. Like that's how you win. There's a, there's some chance the Lions are going to the Super Bowl, and it's not unreasonable to think that. Um, but I don't think the Niners get tripped up in this game and the Niners would beat Tampa 100% of the time. So that's kind of the only way it gets upset is the Lions win and then, you need a, a very narrow outcome, I think, in the game against San Francisco. But you can get it. I could actually see that playing out. What about my uh, my thought on the over here? And then we'll go to the Bills and Chiefs. I mean, I wouldn't bet like over 50 and a half naked, like it's it's as its own bet before the game. I would only be interested in tying it to the Packers if I wanted to bet that way. I think I'd rather tease the Niners with the Ravens than play Green Bay in the over. But the payoff's way better. if you Like if Green Bay covers... I, I don't think they're going to cover. To be fair, I said I didn't think they were going to cover against Dallas. They covered and the game went over. So maybe I'm just going to be 0 for 2 here on like missing the boat on these parlays. Like they're covering on an over game. They just are. So I, I like your thought on the total only in terms of like that's Green Bay's path to covering. The Niners can like suffocate this game though and cover a lot of different ways, I think, where Jordan Love just gets, again, this is Cowboys got a great pass rush. It's kind of they drop Parsons back in coverage a bunch again. Let's like what are they doing when they do that? By the way, like when Dan Quinch is like, oh Parsons like out out covering a tight end on this play, like great, like awesome, cool. The Niners front is like not even, re- and you also can't run on the Niners, and you can run all day on the Cowboys. So like here's Jordan Love on third and ten every play, and like what happens? And maybe he completes the passes. It's possible. I, I just think they're two totally different defenses. All right, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken on this Thursday. We. And darling, we saved the best for last. Ah, uh, 
Is that Tina Turner, the late great? Anyway, uh, Bills and Chiefs, last game of the weekend. Best one. Uh, shortest point spread also. Buffalo in between a two and a half and a three point. Two and a half. Uh, home favorite. Total is 45 and a half. Uh, you heard a bunch of our guests correctly talk about the injury report in this game for Buffalo. And we were doing this on air Monday at the end of the Bill Steelers game. And to their credit, Jim Nance and Tony Romo were bringing it up as well. By the end of the game, the Bills had third and fourth stringers all over the back seven of their defense. So we will see over the course of the next couple days, and like tomorrow we'll obviously tell a tale, right? But the final injury report comes out for a Sunday game. Like, is Bernard going to be able to play? Look like his season was over. He might play in this game now. Is Bernard going to play? Can Teron Johnson clear concussion protocol? Is Rasul Douglas going to play? Is Dodson going to play? There's a lot that needs to be figured out with the Buffalo Bills defensively here, where are we going to have like starting caliber players or like special teamers playing really important roles with Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the ball. So I don't know, Ken, if like you have like a set bet on this game right now. Maybe it depends on what we see with the injury report. But where do you stand right now with the Bills and the Chiefs Sunday in Western New York? Where it's going to be cold, but we don't think the weather is going to be impacted by like wind or precipitation or anything. And to be fair, and I think Andy Reid said this after the Dolphins game, like, oh, they probably didn't think we were going to drop Mahomes back to throw that much because of the weather. And we just thought he could still complete a lot of the passes because he's Patrick Mahomes. Okay, if he can do that, pretty good strategy. In this game, I have no concern whatsoever. Yeah, just no concern whatsoever. Um, It'll be interesting. Like uh, first true road playoff start, and it's not just first true. Like they're not going to Tampa or something, which is not wouldn't happen because they're in the NFC. But you get the idea. They're not going to Houston to play a playoff game. Like you're going to a place that's like pretty aggressive and going to generate a ton of noise and going to have an impact on the game uh, as the weather will. So I, I think that's kind of interesting. Like the chiefs are in possession of an offensive lineman in Jawan Taylor who gets 17 false starts in every single game that he plays. And now here's like a road playoff game. Like you can see the things that plagued Kansas city in the regular season drops, red zone penalties at inopportune times. You can see them all cropping up again in this game. Again, like this is the rematch of the Mahomes screaming at the officials game for the lateral. Like it's like, this is the rematch of that. That's why that game was decided that way to a certain extent could see all of that stuff happening again. I think the market for this game is perfect. I agree that Buffalo should be favored. Uh, They've been, in a lot of ways, better on balance throughout the entire season by a tiny bit, and they're playing at home in the game. That's two and a half, three. That's what that means. I agree with that. Um, Is there a way either team could outperform their expectation? Probably a little better case for the Chiefs outperforming their expectation because, as Chernoff mentioned, their offense a little different recently in a good way. And the Bills' defense, potentially a little worse because of the injuries. That's probably how it happens. Um, but I, I doesn't that doesn't make me confident to go to the window and be like, I love this team in this game. I love both these teams. I'm betting either of them against Baltimore in the next round, no questions asked, at basically any number. And I know you're the same way. So just like, oh I, my God, I'm like almost like, at. you got me, dude. Like, I'm like borderline, like sexually aroused by like, that comment. Well, I did all made. the anti-Baltimore stuff last week. And so it's like, even if you like the two teams against them anyway, I mean, that's going to just hammer that point over and over into your brain, even if you liked it to begin with. So um, yeah, that's that's what that's going to be. You, I hope, and it's actually, the market sets up this way. I mean, Baltimore wins by a lot, and this game's the struggle, then, I mean, Ravens are favored over both teams no matter what. It's just kind of like by how much. Like, what would I, like, what would you make? Like, not what would you bet, and not like, oh, I'd love the, because you're going to love the Ravens opponent in the game no matter what. Like, do you think the Ravens would be no. three against Buffalo? More? No. Less. From a rating standpoint, it, like, should be more. 
I think I think Baltimore would close. I think Baltimore would close. Oh. Okay, where do I think it would go or what do I think it would open? I mean, yeah, the closing number in either game is what? Um three Kansas City, two two and a half Buffalo. Like I I think that's more like what Maybe that maybe we're doing the same thing. How about this? Can I can I can I can I can I change my answer? Less less than three. I think less than three for both is what it would close. I think it's more than three against Kansas City. Great, give me the Chiefs for my lungs. That's what I mean. That's not the exercise. You like either team, no matter what. (laughs) Like that's not the exercise. Like how are the Bills? But you think it would close three? Are rated way better, way better. But you think it would? You think it would? I mean, look. Uh, yeah, you might you, you might be right. Mahomes is about to be a three-point dog anyway. We can't make that argument. He can't be three and a half at Baltimore, who's definitely better. Yeah. Um again, not what you would bet. Pick, that's not the, that's not pick, the question. Pick, <laughs> pick the pick the winner in the pick the winner of the game. Bills because they're favored. And I agree with that. I'll give you I'll give you like a minute on the Bills and Chiefs coming up next. Then we'll talk NBA MVP, and then we'll give you all our bets for tonight to wrap up a tremendous football Thursday edition of You Better You Bet. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.